Hey, this is Dimitris the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we're going to discuss the third most common reason men choose not to dance with a woman in milongas. If you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. If you're not aware of it, I send a questionnaire directly to 14,000 social tango dancers asking them three questions. I ask men what are the reasons they do not dance with certain followers and which are the reasons they dance with others. Then I asked women what strategies or tricks they use to dance more in milongas. It took me months to review all the answers and the results was a three plus hours program where I analyze what pushes men away, what makes them excited to dance with some women. And then we dived into the strategies that women all around the world use right now to dance more in milongas. If you're interested to find out more about it, check the link below. Now let's start. In the program, we understood and analyzed common and uncommon reasons men choose not to dance with a woman in the milongas. The third most commonly mentioned reason by men was the following. I do not dance with women that look disinterested or looking at their mobile. Now, before you assume that this is not you, wait a moment. Many followers have no idea how closed their body language looks when they are seated. Arms wrapped, legs crossed, no smile, looking down or away, always at the same spot, and the list goes on. Other followers forget that the cortina time is quite important. They just think that the most important part is when the first song starts, so they often check their mobile during the cortinas. Based on the responses of the men and what actions they perceive as indications that the women are not interested, I would suggest this. So you are interested in dancing during the cortina too. Move, dance a bit to the cortina, don't look down, don't search in your bag. Yes, I know, most people say that they wait for songs that they truly enjoy in order to decide if they want to dance the tanda, and I understand that. But honestly, I think people should worry about dancing with a perfect person to the perfect music at the perfect time when they get enough dances already. But this is just my opinion, so, you know, keep it or throw it. Another thing you might want to consider is the pre-cabeceo. I discovered it during a milonga when a woman did it to me. During the cortina, when everyone else was going to their seat, she locked eyes with me. Not for long, maybe for just a second, but when that happened, she was in my mind. I noticed her seat, I realized where she was seated, I realized she was potentially interested in dancing with me. Then she looked away, maintaining a small smile. Then the tanda started and she looked at me again. She was at the top of my awareness at that moment, so I noticed the movement of her head when she turned toward me, and before I knew it, we were dancing. That little eye-locking with a short smile was enough to put her on my radar. So I did the next logical thing, tried it myself to see if it works. During the next cortina, I looked at a woman I wanted to dance with. She noticed me, we locked eyes for a second, I smiled a bit and then I looked away. When the next tanda started, I looked at her again, and she already knew. I jokingly call this the pre-cabeceo. Now, a few fine points to pay attention to. Some people will argue that you should not ask someone before knowing what the next song will be. And in general, I agree. Pre-cabeceo is not an invitation to dance. It is a simple way to let the other person know of your position and that you notice him. If the music starts and the song is not the one you would like to dance with him, simply don't do the mirada. 
also. Great DJs don't put, you know, randomly the tandas. They observe the dance floor and often have a process. If you understand DJing, even if you're not a DJ, you will know 90% of the time where the music is going. A wonderful chapter to explore as a social tango dancer is called the DJing as a Service, Tips and Tricks, Do's and Don'ts at the Milonga in the book Tango Tips by the Maestros. You'll find a link to the book in the link section. Now, sometimes the pre-cabeceo is a two-step process for me. I first notice where she's sitting. If it is a you know, at a big distance, making the cabeceo hard to be perceived or in a bad angle or with many people in front of us, um, I reposition myself. I go to another place. I want to make it easy for her to notice me without being too close to put pressure on her. A final point. No, cortinas are not the time to chat if you want to dance more. The time to chat is usually the third song if you're not dancing. In the first two, the chances of being invited are still high. The fourth song is already the preparation for the next tanda when you can try the pre-cabeceo or you can position yourself at the right spot of the room where most couples are being formed. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, when I say that the time to chat is not the first or second song or the fourth song, I'm not saying that chatting is bad. It's good to appear social, okay? The important thing is that if you do chat with somebody else, that you continue looking towards the dance floor. If you turn to look towards your partner, you know, if you look towards the people you are talking to, the leaders will perceive you or might perceive you as non-available or non-interested. But if you talk and you continue looking at the dance floor, then you're projecting a different message. I hope you found this episode useful. Look also for the episode titled Three Tips for Women Who Want to Dance More in Milongas in the same podcast. Also, if you're curious about the program, simply look for the link below, fill your contact information, and I'll send you more info. Thank you so much. Stay curious.